Welcome to the Flock Podcast, the show where we talk about video games, movies, news, and everything else we've been doing throughout the week. I'm Dewey, and today I'm joined by Coleman. Hi. And... <laughs> Sorry, that was so unenthusiastic. Hey! <laughs> and Bob, and Bob, what are you eating? Drinking a margarita. Okay. That's what that is. It's summertime, and it's five o'clock. Some for some reason I saw that and I thought it would be like pudding or something like that, and I thought you had like a, a enormous glass of vanilla pudding. <laughs> that would be disgusting. This yeah, is almost what, as disgusting. That's why I was concerned. This is just margarita mix in a blender. So who wants to talk about one percent? I uh, I sent him my I tryout video already. Are we talking about this? Is this something we're gonna address? Yeah. Are we gonna address this uh, as a brand? Wait, is there no, a new update who, since since last week? Well, well, I did watch a video of um, them inducting their first member, and the guy With almost crying, cries, literally crying. Yeah, bro, that's uh, bro, I'm gonna really grind, tight. I'm gonna grind so hard. Like you guys don't even know, man. I'm I'm gonna grind so hard. I want you guys to talk about. The most upsetting part of that was when he said, I've been watching you guys since middle school. Yeah. And they're like, pr- like have to only be maybe two, three years older than this kid. Can someone explain yeah. 1%? 1% is a terrible team. Fortnite. <laughs> it's a Fortnite based. Um, Video game, I guess. Do we? Do they still still call a video game like? They still call them clans. Yeah, esports team. Maybe I think so. Esports team. There we go. Esports yeah. team that um, we talked about last week. Did we? Did we talk about it on the pod? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. No, I don't think we did. I think you sent it to. I think so that we was, just that like, was like pre pre production. Yeah, we were just roasting it and beforehand. Who found that originally? I assume Bob, because if you don't, if you didn't find it, yeah, I think. I think it was Bob. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Wait, Bob, was it you or was it me? I thought you sent it to me. <laughs> I did send it to you. I don't know how I found it. I think it was on the YouTube homepage and I was like, this looks good. Um, so 1% is this YouTube channel that currently has 851,000 subscribers as of this recording. And they are five really talented, five clever boys who are... Uh, Fortnite extraordinaires and we were riffing on their video last week of their house tour uh, they all bought a house in looks like Florida well, the, a house is an understatement it's a McMansion yeah and uh, there was a, like a it was like an MTV style Cribs video um, and the whole thing is just really kind of cringy and, and maybe we'll put the link to the house tour in the video yeah, or in the in the things because that's I really it's kind of hard to describe unless you actually watch it. Yeah, but just imagine like five Twitch streamers living in a house, a la reality TV style. Um, like it's just like five five twenty year olds with the social capacity of like twelve year olds. Yes, yes, uh, and it's just dis- it's just fucking really cringy. Um, it's it's honestly top quality cringe. Um, it, it really doesn't get much better for that. I, I we were riffing on so many different aspects. I mean, their production value, their videos, their just overall like 
inability to properly address a camera interior design um yeah just it looks like they got the house and and it's fully furnished and they're just like don't really have any personality other than Fortnite. so they're just like yeah this is fine the way it is and um so that's cool and really, these guys, it, 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 at the whole, they're really good at Fortnite, quote-unquote. And um, th- their main grift, it seems like, is to try and entice their viewers to join their, quote-unquote, team. I would say more or, so like, to join, buy their shirts. Buy their shirt to like make you feel like you're part of their their like their crew. Yeah, well, that elite. that was one of their. They did another video that was how to join one percent, and I think the one of the first things yes. you had to do to do that was to buy a shirt. Right. So, um, what's really crazy, I think, is that they. It's just like. It's like imagine someone you went to high school with who was just like insufferable, right? I can think of a few. Like just just like always loud, you know, maybe a jockey, like a jock type. Um but also who was just like really into video games and I this may not be a thing anymore. I have no idea what school is like now, but when I was in high school these these there was a wide variety of these types. And um, now there's a bunch of them living in one roof, and they just recruited. I don't know if you guys looked at the channel of the guy they recruited. Oh yeah, I follow them. The disc. Yeah. The guy they recruited, disc. He is like. Hold on a second. Let me send you to see the guys real quick while we're while we're chilling. Uh, where is the Where's the chat? How do I get the chat back in here? Oh, here we go. Look at the first, his most recent video and just look at his face. Like, go to uploads and, like, go down. And the, the, the thumbnail for the video. <laughs> Meet my girlfriend. What's <laughs> <laughs> the kind of videos that guy is making? He's making the, like, basic YouTube, YouTube thumbnail picture. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe the thing that I'm pointing at. But it's just him with his girlfriend. <laughs> yes. So... Um, my girlfriend. I wish we could make that the uh, <laughs> album art for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm gonna watch the video, but uh, anyway, I think the best way to to to, to fully appreciate what this is is to go absorb some of their content for yourself. They only have like four videos on their YouTube. Uh, if you just Google, like, if you go to YouTube and type in 1% O-N-E and type, like, house tour, that will get you where you need to be. They only have four videos on their channel. And um, it, what's really astonishing is that they made their channel maybe a week ago, and they already have almost a million subscribers and 4.1 million views on their first video. But of course, all these dudes are bringing subscribers from their own respective so, channels because all these other dudes who are in this all have millions of subscribers. So yeah, they're I making. Guess they should be surprised. They're making crazy money, Twitch streaming, and then they've compiled onto that YouTube ad revenue. Yeah, they're 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 basically it's like a it's like a 
a who's who. It, it's like all imagine the top Twitch streamers all getting together and being like, "Yo, we can make dope swag money if we all just like pour all our resources into this quote unquote team and sell shirts to fourteen year olds." Um, so they've they've done that. And honestly, uh, more power to them. Like I said, it's it's kind of like a grift, uh, and it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet for them. I love it. I think it's so funny. It's pretty cool. because I w- these dudes remind me so much of like the broy video game Gears of War types dudes that I went to high school with. Yeah, and but they're like not probably in a good way good. or a bad way. <laughs> it's just in a way. Yeah, and. Um, it's just very I'm I'm I haven't watched any <laughs> Fortnite videos in a really long time and I'm watching their their the recent upload from yesterday called 1% Fortnite 1v1 tournament and I guess it's like them like you know all 1v1ing each other and watching Fortnite is insane I forgot about the whole building mechanic and it's just them just like spazzing out while building like in these fucking huge structures and like every like every 10 things they build they take one shot at the person and then it's just like constantly they're building up like it's fucking exhausting pot pot shots at people and it's just wild yeah watching these watching these dudes that's happening watching these dudes play is absolutely exhausting yeah uh the furthering my beef on Fortnite and how it's just kind of like I don't know, dude. It doesn't even look cool. No. It looks really. like you're playing Toontown or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. You remember Toontown? Like, the fuck? It looks like Toontown. And uh, I, I'm a, I'm a hater for sure. Uh, 100 tunes st- drop down in a town and must defend uh, their team. New game idea I have. Toontown... Toontown fucking Battle Royale. Yeah. The, the, amount, just, uh, uh, the amount of things that are misspelled in the comments for all of their videos <laughs> is up, like extremely upsetting. Yeah. All right. I'm, uh, yeah, I thought I wanted to talk about this and now I'm just kind of more upset. It's it's It really kind of puts you in a weird mindset. Like on one hand, you're fascinated, but on the other hand, you can feel your blood pressure rising. Yeah. Um. <sighs> also, yeah. does the guy they recruited does he get to move into the house too? Like, I don't know. I, so. I couldn't tell. I would assume so. Like he's he's gonna grind so hard for this, you know. He, well, he has he has ground. He has gr- he has been grounded. He has grinded. Grinded. His dad it. has ground him. <laughs> um, he's grounded. <laughs> he's grounded. Uh. So, did you guys do anything this week? Oh, I did something. Okay, let's hear it because I didn't do much, but I did do something that I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I I booted up my PlayStation and proceeded to download like forty five updates because it was like off off. Normally, I leave it in standby, but it was yeah. turned off. Damn. Because I think my power went out one day for like a minute, so it turned it off. Uh, so I downloaded like forty. Bajillion fucking updates, and then I once that finished, I 
played I played like Red Dead 2 for like 40 minutes, 45 solid 45, did some missions, felt pretty good about it. You're still keeping up with your daily Skyrim, right? Uh absolutely. I thought that was implied. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're just I'm encroaching like a, a, every month we'll get an update on like here's here's the highlights of my uh, I'm still I'm still an elf. Um <laughs> So yeah, Red Dead, that's tight. Woo! Um, but also, I watched two movies, both of which are 2020 releases. Uh, the first movie I watched was Guns Akimbo. Okay. Okay. I've heard of are this movie. But are you familiar with this movie? I've heard Only of from uh, Emig. It yeah. is the movie in which Daniel Radcliffe gets guns bolted to his hands. Okay. And is in like a... Borderlands crackdown style video game world where it's like there are things I could compare it to but I mean all you really need to know is that in this dystopian world Daniel Radcliffe is forcibly has guns forcibly attached to his hands so he can participate in this uh, underground sort of uh, how do I describe it like normal people watch it and I'm not sure I'm sure maybe people bet on it they don't get into that but the, the thing is it's like normal people are like watching the videos on their phone and it's just like people killing each other um, It's it sounds so similar to something else it just Battle can't. Royale it's like kind of like Battle Royale except it's like 1v1 at a time uh, oh you're talking uh, about Gamer what the movie Gamer? Uh, yes, maybe. Yeah, something like that. You know, it's just like, it's it's pretty low-hanging fruit. It's like, okay, Daniel Radcliffe is, it's called Schism in the, in, the, in the video, in the movie, I think. And it's like, oh, this girl who's like really good at killing people now has to go against Daniel Radcliffe. And he's, you know, he's so ill-prepared and he like refuses to fight back. And, you know, that whole... It's like very cliche, I think. Um, the the color palette of the movie is the most interesting thing. I think that's why it feels a lot like a Borderlands. A lot of really extreme color palettes. Yeah. A lot of like one-liners. Um, a lot of like gore. And, it's very you know, bright. There's guns. a lot of neon it's color. It's just like very sensory heavy. Yeah. It was all right. I mean, if I had never seen this movie, I probably would have been fine. I don't necessarily recommend watching it <laughs> unless you want to see Daniel Radcliffe do something that's just so the polar opposite of Harry Potter, which you probably already got your fill of if you saw Swiss Army Man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, like, I, I liked Swiss Army Man. What? I liked Swiss Army Man. It was cool, I guess. It was an interesting concept. It seems like he's but he likes to just do weird stuff now. Yeah, he's like, what's the complete opposite of what I have been doing? And the penis um, play? Yeah, you know. Yeah. There there's there's a penis thing in this movie uh, where he's like, I gotta piss, but he's got guns for hands, so you see a fake dick. Um Ah, uh, yeah, I don't it feels kind of like a grindhouse movie. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it has a lot of like hobo with a shotgun type vibe. I did see him. Dis- he he was discussing 
his hands with a, a homeless man. So, right. So it, it feels like a grindhouse movie. It's just like very extreme. I don't know, but that was fine. It was whatever. But the other movie I watched that was much better was Doctor Sleep. Okay, this is. We we talked about this before, didn't we? Uh, maybe we talked about it, but I hadn't seen it until recently. This is Bob. A, have you seen it? This is a Stephen King joint. This is the This is The Shining Two. Oh no! Is that good or it, bad? It's got Ewan McGregor in it. I actually really liked it a lot. It kind of so. This is something that's new to me as well. Is that I didn't know they remade The Shining. Like there's two Shinings. There's Stanley Kubrick's and then there's Stephen King's The Shining. Mm-hmm. Which Stephen King did not like Stanley okay. Kubrick's vision because apparently it didn't follow the book very much. much. So right. in the 80s or maybe late 80s, early 90s, I think, there is another one called Stephen King's The Shining, which is supposed to be more true to the book. I have not read any of the books, just so I can't speak to that. But I do like The Shining a lot. It's a great movie. Uh, big fan. And Dr. Sleep follows Danny as he is an older man. In, you know, in his 40s. Um, and the the what he's grappling with by still having The Shining as an older person. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, it's about two and a half hours. And I really, really, really liked it. Um, I like Ewan McGregor a lot. I think he's cool. Um, one of the, one of the his his uh, co-star, I would say, is this um, little black girl. I don't know her. Let me pull her name up. Um, Ewan McGregor. Oh, so this is actually from 2019. Excuse me. Uh, uh, Ewan McGregor is Danny Torrance and Kylie Curran. Mm-hmm. Curran, Curran. Uh, she was one of the other main characters, and she just like killed it, straight up killed it. And um, I was so impressed at a at the performance of someone who is, uh, you know, she was probably let's see, she's fourteen, so she was like thirteen when they filmed it. Totally killed it. So, um, it's a dark movie for sure. If you've read the books, I mean, I don't know how true it follows it. I've heard that it's pretty, pretty on point with the the book, the second book. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, I was so, I was apprehensive because I'm like, no, this is going to suck. Like, I just know it's going to suck, but no, dude, it, it rocked my ass. I thought it was sick as fuck. I gave it five out of five. Um, hmm. fuck I would watch it again honestly just so I could kind of um, like I'd watch it again like tonight if I, if I thought about it you if know? I had someone to watch with it- <laughs> not if you guys are free <laughs> or anything but no I've been meaning to watch it because I love The Shining so much and obviously a sequel to it sort of kind of I was apprehensive to check it out because I was like well they kind of did all they really need like the shining so good why make a shining too but i don't know at the same time it's like well i still want to see what happens 
even if I yeah, think like it is pretty. It cool. was pretty fucking cool. I mean, it definitely has like very strong horror movie vibes because um, Mike Flanagan, the director, has like only directed horror movies. Yeah, uh, he's directed the Ouija, the Ouija. Sorry, the Luigi board, the Luigi board movies, Hush, Oculus, Before I Wake, all those fucking like horror movies. Um, and Doctor Sleep definitely has the vibe. It gets pretty dark at, at certain points, but um, yeah, it was good. It, it was shot really well. I really liked the way it was shoot shot, and um, I have nothing but positive things to say about it. Really, mm. I guess. How did you watch it? I believe it's on HBO. Okay, I was. <laughs> I have like all of them because I've traded with people. Yeah, it's it's either on it's it's almost certain it's on HBO. Okay, might be other places. I don't know. Um, but yeah, great great movie. Um, I I definitely recommend it. If you even if you even you know maybe if you love The Shining, maybe you'd be like that was stupid. I feel like people either love it or hate it. Yeah, I loved it. So you should watch it. I'd love to hear what you'd have to say it's about it. It's a shot in a way you... that looks reminiscent of The Shining. Um, so maybe a minor spoiler. This isn't really a spoiler, really. But they do a lot of flashbacks. And instead of using scenes from movies, they reshot them. Like reshot scenes from The Shining. And they are like, perfect they're like so on point and done right so that's cool but the movie does have its own feel it doesn't feel like a Kubrick movie it has its own vibe uh, it's definitely shot like a more modern you know pretty standard shooting for a, a modern movie um, but I mean there was nothing glaring uh, glaringly wrong with it that like threw me off like why, why did they do that or like that shot was stupid the only thing that caught me was when they redid The Shining I almost didn't notice at first, that they had reshot it. And I was like, oh, the kid's different. Like, that's how good it was. Hmm. That's sick. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very... And also, to me, not having not read the books, um, it definitely helped me understand more about what The Shining or Shining is, yeah. you know? Like, uh, to, to that degree, it helped me really... Uh, piece that together better and now I have a, a better understanding uh, uh, better understanding of the first movie even so check it out Dr. Slumpo Mode that's it That's that was it's working title yeah so that's all I got for y'all Bob do you have anything what I did um, I didn't do anything new per se the only things I did would be considered throwbacks to uh, you guys. Okay. So okay. I watched Into the Spider-Verse. That's been on my I list for so long. started Death Stranding. Oh it was my really God. good. I don't, uh, I don't know anything or have much of a care for comic book movies, but I really liked Into the Spider-Verse. Well, it's kind of tight that um, you are catching up. I'm really. Well, what do you What do you think? I want to 
I've been meaning to watch Into the Spider-Verse for literally ever. But what about Death Stranding? How far in are you? How much have you played? Of Death Stranding? Yeah. You said I'm you hearing, started it. Yeah, sorry. I'm hearing like every other word you're saying. And I'm hearing nothing from Dewey. He's completely frozen. No, he's not talking. Oh, okay. I was just waiting to hear about it. Um, okay. What you asked about Death Stranding. Death Stranding? How is Death Stranding? It's it's so weird going from Last of Us to to Death Stranding because one is extremely grounded in reality and the other one has characters named Die Hard Man and is like so bonkers and like okay, the okay, story okay, is okay. like but here's I, the thing do you think the game is sick yes right I really like the look it's of pretty it pretty sick it's definitely sick um, so I mean, I mean how many have you played like an hour two hours I've gotten through uh, it's chapters, right? There's I prologue think, and then chapters. Yeah, I think I think so. I don't I think remember. I'm, it's been so long. I think I did. Uh, I think I'm on like chapter two or three. Okay. So you got a pretty good hold on the, some Still, of the mechanics and whatnot. I get the mechanics. The thing I'm struggling with is the story, because they keep referencing things or using acronyms that I've. Haven't heard of or don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Have you been reading the, the inner, like listening to the interviews and reading the things? No. Do you should. All that? You don't have to, but I mean, you should at least glance at some of them because they can be really helpful. I definitely, okay. I don't read all the the communicate stuff, but I definitely like listen to a lot of the the audio things because they're super helpful. But then again, the game does keep you in the dark for a long time. It'll like tell you things and you're like, am I supposed to know what that is? And later on you find out and you're like, oh, okay. They'll keep <laughs> referencing or showing things that I with no explanation or any backstory and like it makes me not like unsure if I missed something or if I like was supposed to do something prior to this and I missed all of that backstory. Um, I, I'm thinking that I might not be that way. Um, to a certain degree, I mean, there's certainly uh, the game is the game has the illusion of being pretty open ended, but it is actually pretty linear, at least in my eyes. Uh-huh. Yes, there's other things you can do, but the main story is pretty much fed to you the whole time, which is fine. But um, I would say that. It does not show you all the cards right from the beginning. Okay. Um, so if there's something that you absolutely just like keep hearing about and you have no idea what it is, you could always just Google it. I, I just it, it, use your discretion. I mean, if you feel like yeah, you're I'm constantly talking about this thing and I have no what the fuck idea it is. Um, it, but they yeah, keep I talking mean, about the BTs couple, and I don't know what that means. BTs are the fucking those those ghosty things. Seems like Kuchi, yeah, I get that, but it, I don't. Yeah. They don't say what BT stands for, or yeah, they um yeah they don't. All I'm saying is, uh, at the end of the game, there are still unanswered questions, but I think that's kind of on purpose. Okay. Yeah, that's a very but, Kojima thing. Um, 
Oh, BT uh, stands the- for beached thing, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of what I'm getting. Um, okay. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of exposition put in different places in the game. And I... It definitely took me a while before I felt like I had a good handle on everything. And then something would happen. A lot of those like, cutscenes are so heady and like big brain that, that I, f- I feel like I really need to be paying attention to it or else I'm going to like miss the... Have you been zoning out? You really have no, to pay but attention when you I play f- this game. Yeah, I feel like there's... there's I feel like there's also- a lot of things that I'm... The emails, don't you? Uh, don't you have? Don't yeah, you, like, the emails have to read the emails. I've been going. Sometimes to the you have to read them to to get like a, a like a radiant quest. Okay, it's it's honestly, it's also been a while, and I'm really tired. But um, I love how much uh, monster energy drink product placement there is. Oh yeah, it's so sick. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that of all the assets in the games, the Monster Energy looks the best. <laughs> it's so weird. It's really cool. I think it's tight. I just um, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, um there's a it, there's a very odd attention to detail in that game about things you wouldn't expect them to spend so much time on. Um but you know, I mean that's basically Kojima in a nutshell. Yeah, that's a kind of what I was getting at is like oh that's that's just it um so other than that I uh oh oh we tried this we tried to play Erica which is this month's free PSN game mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, it. is uh capital G garbage <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> It's not. It's a. It's a. Aren't you glad you didn't? It's buy basically. It? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It's basically a movie point-and-click adventure. And oh, is that Kirby? Yeah. It's a movie, like literally a movie. There are sparse, uh, computer-generated cutscenes, but for the most part, it is live action like FMV style movie. Huh. Uh so it's what you're saying is it's really fucking tight. And I mean it could be, I guess, but it the story is just not great. Doesn't make it's not like an interesting story or a story so you, that I you bailed care on it. about it's it. Not, all. It's not good. I tried putting time into it, but the gameplay is so non-existent and the story is such that I just couldn't care less that it... I mean, I'm not the audience for it. I don't know who is. Maybe like Twilight fans. Well, I guess that's it. But yeah, it's a big swing and a miss because I I think people fondly remember FMV games and think that this is something that people want more of in the future when I don't think it lands at all. Okay. Well, I'll avoid that then. Yeah, avoid it. Um, uh, then I'm 3D printing, and that's all I'm doing. Yeah, that's you sent new. that picture, and I don't know. I was like, what is this? And I assumed it was a 3D printer, but I was like, why did Bob get a 3D printer? Uh, I don't know. They're cheap right now. 
What are you going to print? Last time I was... What's that? What are you going to print? Um, so far, I printed this toothpaste squeezer. How <laughs> 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 oh does how does three? I mean, the possibilities work? are really endless. So, like, like an, it in, is in a terms little of like getting designs and stuff like that. Like, do you have a program that you make the things in, or is there like a website where you just download like a file? Both. Oh, you can you yeah. can download the files that other people have created, or you can. I mean, there's tons of programs, but you can design your own stuff, or download other people's designs, or even download other people's designs and tweak them. It's really it's a very open, uh, like uh, open. Yeah, source. you can just go to like you can just go to like Thingiverse and be like, I want a. Uh, I want like a little stick. I want a low receiver to an AR-15. Yeah, and they'd be like, here's this one and you can download the files and people can rate it or review it or, you know, whatever. It's very, it's very open source. Like since the beginning, that's like been the whole thing of like, let's make this as uh, accessible to everyone. Accessible as possible. So it's like, obviously, depending on your printer and the, and the, the type of material material you're using, you're gonna have to probably tweak the files a little bit, and then of course you're you're gonna have to open up that file in whatever slicer you're using, and the slicer really yeah. just takes the file that you downloaded from Thingiverse and then converts it into something that your particular printer can read. Um, so like different different mass produced printers have their own slicers. So you download a just well, a it's, ra- it's- it's not even so much that it's so your specific printer can read it, but it, it's that's the the G code is what it's called, and that's it is basically your programming for what the printer is doing. So you can drop a model into the slicer, and then with that G code would would be it would be like the equivalent of if you were going to print something out on a printer, and the G code would be like okay. Use this much ink, print at this speed, print with the ink at this temperature, like all that kind of stuff, and it sends all of that to your printer, so you don't have to manually do that. And it on also your usually touch will screen or whatever. Also, like give it the coordinates of the print. I'd be like, you know, if and this, I've been a while since I've been in involved in it, but like the one that we use for our lulz bot, basically, if you opened up the 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 file after it went through the slicer, it would just be like a giant text document of just like commands for like right left right left right left yeah for the yeah, yeah. for the so it's it, on when it actually gets down to printing it, it's very simple in how the printer i mean it is all like very basic stuff but it's wrapped up in very complicated you know, it looks it looks more complex from the outside looking in. Yeah. But really, it's just instead of printing on, you're printing in a 3D space instead of on a piece of paper. It's just like a print. It's just like a piece of paper, but it's just like you could do it on big, your phone. It's like even bigger. yeah. It's like for like bigger amounts. For more, but yeah. I'm getting better at it. I've I've dialed in uh, PETG filament on my printer, which is it's a little stronger than the commonly is like PLA is mm-hmm. the type of material that is mostly used 
but I'm using a different material that's a little stronger. So the temperatures are all different. So I'm like still trying to dial in the correct temperatures for it to print smoothly. Yeah, like your your nozzle temperature. Yeah, I've I've been trying to print out this phone case for the past two days, and I've it's failed within the first three layers every single time. I haven't dialed it in like the exact settings it needs. And to that's be what's yet. so crazy about three D printing is it's still very a much a trial and error thing, unless you have like a really expensive printer. And you you've been working with it for a really long time, you're gonna fuck up a lot. I mean, I fucked up so many prints when I worked at the library. Yeah, but the filament is cheap enough where it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean it's just plastic, different types of plastic. Plastic's cheap as yeah, hell. It's, it's twenty bucks for a, a roll of whatever you're printing on, and then I mean you can print hundreds of hours on that roll. I mean it's mm-hmm. it lasts a long. I might time. need some things printed if you want to. Uh, if you want to help me out. If you find stuff, yeah, let me know. Send me links and I'll print them out. <sighs> Sounds good. Uh, I what about you, Dooster? What did I do? I didn't do much. To be honest, uh, this week has just been like busy as hell. But uh, I do want to talk about, because I forgot to talk about it last week, the last of a stream that I did. That uh, Is it another one or the one I watched? The one you watched. <laughs> That made me almost just completely okay. put down the game. So, so, so far, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm liking the world. I like a lot of what this game has to offer, and I need to jump back into streaming. It. Maybe I'll do it the day this comes out. Probably not because I'm so busy with so much shit right now and about to move. So, we'll see. But uh, I realized after talking to you that I was just playing the game wrong because... A lot of, at least what you were saying from the parts that I'm at, it I, I want to treat it like a puzzle, but you're supposed to treat it, like you said, more like an action movie. So they'll be like, you, go, you come to an area and there's like, okay, there's five guys down there. My video game mind is like, okay, I'll take out this guy and then I'll go take out this guy and I'll run away and throw a bottle to distract them so I can go take out this guy. And like, I have this like plan that I elaborately think out in my head, but the game does not lend itself to that way of thinking at all. It's much more of a like, by the seat of your pants, do everything. And, uh, it took me a while to understand that, but I think by the end of the stream, I understood it. But I was doing this one part over and over and over again. And I was having a, a hard time just like getting it through my head that it's not a puzzle. And I would get like, so specifically, there's this part that I like got super far past after trying it eight. 10 some somewhere around there like almost double digit times of trying this like puzzle and i finally get to a part where i'm face to face with this enemy that is really just there to go around stealth kill and then go up to this next area like the the like he is he's one of the clickers so he he can see you if you move fast and shit like that but he's just standing there and he's not walking around like the other clickers do. And so I go up and I stealth kill him and then I'm just standing there and there's like a gate 
but there's no way way to get through the gate. And so I'm looking around like, okay, I'm at the end of this level. What the fuck's going on? I, there's like nowhere to go. I'm basically at a dead end. But then I then I die then I die, and I get loaded up right in front of that clicker. And this is like five minutes ahead of where I had loaded back. Um at the beginning of this like puzzle. So there's basically two checkpoints, one at the beginning of this puzzle and then one like right at the very end of it. And I'm, I load up at the one right at the very end of it. So I'm like, okay, cool. At least I can take out this guy and then try and figure shit out. I then still can't figure out a way out. I'm literally at a dead end. And I, instead of like, I'm about to die. So I'm like, whatever I load, I have like, okay, load last checkpoint. And it loads me back not to the checkpoint I was just at, but the one before that. And I was like, dude, what the fuck <laughs> is this game? It literally broke. Uh, and I'll, maybe I'll link the Twitch video and I'll like try to oh highlight it God. because I get so mad because I'm just like, dude, I literally just did this and it put me farther. And then I load up where I was and it just sends me back farther. I was like, what the hell is going on? And so I get, I finally do the whole puzzle part before that and get back to the part where I was talking about where there's the the dead end and I pause the stream. I don't even pause the stream. I just like look at my phone and I like watch a let's play. And the reason I was at this dead end is because there's a prompt that didn't show up for me where it's like press L3 and then your character looks up and you see a, a ladder that's in the, like this dark area of the top, like, uh, like in the ceiling. And I was like, how am I supposed to see that? Especially when it doesn't give me a prompt. Like it's literally, I'm just in a dead end and, unless I just happen to look up into the right of where I'm standing. And then there's a ladder. <laughs> and, and on the let's play the guy's like oh cool there's a ladder and he gets the prompt and i was like i just didn't get the prompt and i was like dude this game that's so fucking it was like funny. not only did it break and send me back farther but it broke and like didn't show me the prompt to see my 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 shit like to see the ladder and i was just like dude i okay. i was like i finally got through and i was like all right i'm off for tonight but uh fuck this game but hopefully i will continue next week and finish shit or hopefully soon but we'll see i don't know i'm just been so busy with shit um yeah that's honestly like <laughs> that's like a game breaking bug yeah it, it it it's not it's not it's 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 annoying because it wasn't like game breaking but it was just like unless you inconvenience yeah it was it was just like why did it not it's <sighs> It was like if you were going through a game in, in this simple tutorial of like use X to jump over this wall, but like it didn't give you that. And, and for some reason, it was like an impassable object. It was basically that. And I was just like waiting for something to happen. And then uh, I'll clip it and I'll put it in the show notes because it's <laughs> terrible. But that's basically all I've done. Hey. That's okay, man. Hey, yeah. We all have we ebb. It's an ebb and flow. This is do true. You, uh, do you want to take a break? Yeah. So you can uh, go pee pee. Yes. Uh, okay. I I I will okay. go pee pee real quick. Take a break. Break. And we're here with the news. Uh, only a few things we've got here today. We're gonna run through them real quick. In the show notes, I'll post a 
Blogspot from PlayStation with the PS5 box art. The first game to have a PS5 box art. Uh, it basically looks Woo. like a PS4 game, except for instead of the top little part being blue, it's white and it says PS5. But they're still using the blue cases, and it's for the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Pretty cool stuff. I like the way it looks. Some people hate it, but I think it looks just fine. Also, another interesting story. Uh, apparently, Sony invested $250 million into Epic Games. Yes, I heard about this. I assume this is probably because of the unreal engine because they make uh or they they like license out their engine and everyone uses it not just for playstation stuff but and and you know video games but we talked about it before the mandalorian actually used unreal for like a whole bunch of their sets so i just think that's interesting for for epic it's really just a drop in the bucket because i checked it out and it was like um, it's like the something like, let's see, I don't know. I saw some like ridiculous yeah update. Sony ha- is acquiring a one point four percent stake in Epic with this, uh, which means Epic Games oh is is at seventeen point eighty six billion. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Fortnite, man. Uh, pretty wild. Speaking of big money, I also have another article here about the highest recorded auction video game, which was a sealed Mario Brothers. Let's see. I'll bring up the article. Sealed Mario Brothers that sold for $114,000. It was a 4.9 rated game on... uh, with a heritage auction, I think. I think that's who does it. But uh, four point nine, like the quality. Yeah, out of five. Uh huh. So basically, this this is like a sealed, still has the hang tag, was probably like taken right off of like the belt, or someone found a box of these probably in in, in this condition. It was like one of the also it was like one of the first sets released. Because there was obviously they do multiple runs of games, but apparently this one was right after the test markets in like L.A. and New York. They these were like the the first set of like mass produced ones. Pretty fucking wild. That's a lot lower than I would expect. I don't know. At the same time, it's still just Mario Brothers, so it kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. Also, have a listing here from Amazon. For the PS5. Let me throw this in the chat for you guys can see it. No price, unfortunately. Damn. But we do have... Can you pre-order it? Uh, no. I think this is just like a page... Oh, yeah. That, Look at that. That is showing all the stuff, all the accessories. Um, basically, uh, the, cool. the six games announced so far that are... Exclusives. I don't know if they're day one. All of them are day one stuff, but it's pretty interesting seeing that, you know. Yeah. They have that yeah. stuff listed. So it's probably only a few a few more days until we get a price on it because they can just throw the price up on there. Interesting. Um more more NES news here. 
there is going to be a Lego NES kit. I just posted that in the chat well as well. It looks like you're going to be able to build with Legos a controller, the actual NES system, a little tube TV, wow. and a cart. That's expensive. It is expensive. It is re- retailing at two twenty nine ninety nine. So three two three hundred. It's $2,600 pieces though, which is a pretty good price to pieces count, which yeah. is usually how people break it down. And uh, it looks it looks cool. Yeah. I like the TV. Yeah, the TV looks TV really cool. Is- apparently, apparently you can like. Use the Mario. If you watch the video, you can like move the Mario on the TV. Yeah, so, see the little crank. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, then we had a bunch of events that happened over the week. Uh, let's see here. The first one that I want to talk about is the limited run games had uh their event that had a bunch of different games. Um, let's see here. Samurai Jack, a battle through time. We talked about that game. Star Wars episode pod racers got a date bug fables, which is a game that is a very paper Mario. Like there's a ton of games here. Let's see. Let's see. I'm really interested in the Grandia collection. Uh, we have bloodstained curse of the moon Two, Castlevania collectors, uh, anniversary collection, monkey Island anthology box set. There's like games on games on games here that they like quite a bit of games. Yeah. That they're doing They're They're also doing a like Shantae, um, game boy color physical edition for the original Shantae. Which is pretty crazy because they've done Game Boy games before, but I think this is the first time they're doing Game Boy Color games. Um, so as, as well as Switch and PS4, most of the, mostly what they do. But I, I always think it's cool when a company that does really good packaging and stuff for repros does something like that. Uh, you know, goes yeah. back and makes like a cart that actually is nice rather than just some like cheap thing you'd buy on like Alibaba or whatever or Ali AliExpress. What did I say Alibaba? <laughs> <laughs> Alibaba Express. Alibaba is the was the original name of the is the name of it. Oh it is? Alibaba, yeah, is the name of the website. Okay, so I was right. Maybe they just call it AliExpress. It's just got both. Okay. There's also So you're good. Okay. I'm good. I'm guys, I'm good. There's also a Ubisoft event that I barely watched any of. Um, they had watched. They had like Watchdog Legion stuff. Let's see here, Tom Clancy stuff, Rainbow Six Siege Tom stuff. Tom Kalansky. Uh, then they also had some more stuff on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but okay. it was like the creators talking about it. I don't think there was much gameplay. Let me see. Oh no, there's some gameplay in here. It's actually a good chunk of gameplay. So I mean, I. That just looks like another Assassin's Creed game, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll jump back in on this one. I'm interested in. I'm interested in it. Yeah, we'll see how it once it actually comes out. I'll make my decision, but I'm, I'm not going to be day wanting it. Yeah, I'm probably going to be the same because it looks cool, but I haven't played an Assassin's Creed since like Assassin's Creed Two, and then we put I I played Origins for like 
a hot minute, maybe like two, three hours. And then I was like, this is just way too big. Like this is too much of a time investment for me. Um, so hopefully they've honed what they want to do with this game and do a little more of the story and less of just like go to the Raider camp and kill these Raiders over and over and over. Like, you know, almost yeah. just like procedurally generated quests and stuff like that. Quality over quantity. Yes, please. Uh, there's also a Stadia Connect event. Uh, there is nothing of note really here. Cause <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to announce that they're canceling. That's what they're going <laughs> to... It, it's always funny because whenever I like look at this stuff, I'm like, they're showing off all these games like now coming to Stadia. It's like, oh, all these games that like at, that you can get anywhere. I think I think they did talk a little bit about how they have like 16 exclusive games coming. Um, that all look fine. I think the only one of actual note is they have a Bomberman 64. At least that's what it's called. Hmm. And it's basically like 64 people playing bom- Bomberman at, at one time, which seems pretty uh-huh. cool, but not cool enough for me to like go out and buy Stadia. Well, yeah, fuck Stadia. <laughs> Stupid. But that's basically... That's all the news I got for this week. Okay. Well, I don't have anything other than a uh, lot of regret. A lot of stuff, you know, <laughs> COVID's like coming back around again. So hopefully everyone's staying safe out there. Yeah. Wear your fucking masks uh, and uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Yeah. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. Be cool. And links to the socials and all that stuff will be in the show notes. Make sure to recommend to a friend to listen to this show. And that's cool. Force them. And force force them them to to fly with us. Just like you did today. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Oh, yeah, Bob. And uh, wash your I was gonna say wings. Wash your nice. feathers. What? Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's good. <laughs> Forget I said anything. <laughs> All right. I'm bye. <laughs>